This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Back in school, you've already done sports physicals, but this is a good time of year to get the kiddos checked out. We'll hear from a doctor at United Healthcare. You did the school supply shopping. Kimberly Palmer of NerdWallet says time to find some sales on items for next summer. The State Historical Society is offering grants to help local history organizations with needed materials or to educate the community. Beth Pike of the State Society explains more to Ashley. The State Historical Society of Missouri has been working for many decades uh, collecting uh, the archive material within the state of Missouri at our own uh, state archives, but also to assist communities, uh, smaller organizations, local county historical societies with preserving their own history uh, at a local level. And so for many years, there's been some funding available. Uh, We didn't have it during the pandemic, but we've been able to reintroduce it. And it's um, monies that goes into the Brownlee uh, Fund, which uh, Brownlee, by the way, was a former director of the State Historical Society. So he was very much into preserving local histories. And so that is one of the reasons for using that funding source uh, to provide many grants. And it may not be a whole lot at one time. It's $500. But to a local organization, it can mean purchasing possibly a scanner or being able to buy some archival material in order to preserve the records that they do have. And so it gives them a boost and a way to kind of continue that effort, a little bit of money along the way for those expensive costs uh, that is associated with uh, collecting and preserving history. But the other part of the funding that we also have, um, if a group does not necessarily need supplies right now, but they have an educational event that they would like to promote, um, we've helped to provide um, monies that goes into the printing cost of a newsletter um, or other posters, print material that if they can get the word out about a history program that they have coming up. We want to also be able to have this money available so that they have a little bit of money to promote that within their own uh, local communities. I'm talking to Beth Pike, who is Communications Director of the State Historical Society of Missouri and a frequent guest on Show Me Today. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Um, Let's talk a little bit about these local historical societies, uh, some of the challenges that they might face these days. It seems to vary from one community to the next in terms of the viability that the historical societies are doing across the state. I do think the challenge, and that has always been the case, has been the numbers. It seems like a lot of older people, and that's myself including as I get into that age group, um, are the ones that are oftentimes the backbone. They're volunteers who come in a community, and not necessarily born and raised in that community, but somehow they have been transplanted to that uh, county and have become interested in history. History and and, uh, and it worked tirelessly uh, volunteer hours um, helping to preserve that county and that local history. So as that group gets older, you know, we always worry, oh, is the next generation going to care about history? So that always seems to be the challenge. But I have to say, there's always another generation that comes up, and and I think it's when we get a little older, we get more interested and connected with our own, our own history, our own family history, whether it's genealogy or just the 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 town what we're living at or where we were born. Um, all of a sudden, kind of becomes a little bit more interesting to us, and um, we find that that's usually the volunteers that help support these 
these uh, organizations. So I'm hopeful that those will continue. But I know um, in certain counties, I'm sure, where they don't have as many volunteers, it's, it's really hard to make that effort to uh, to preserve and um, the records and, and just maintain some of the museums that you see uh, across the different um, communities within the state. Yeah, so tell me about some of the interesting ways these grants have been used in, in the recent past that Many of them are interested in putting together the newsletters and getting the word out. They see that as a way to educate their community about their collection, what's available. Um, there seems to be a real emphasis on that. Um, and I no doubt with social media and Facebook and um, many, many other opportunity ways for reaching out to, to audiences. So it seems like we're all becoming a little bit more media savvy, uh, even in the nonprofit world. So there's a, there's been an increase in the number of people who are wanting to do some of that education outreach. Um, also with virtual programming, we're seeing more of that as well. People feel that that's a way that they can, you know, get the word out as well. So some of the uh, programming might be a, a virtual program or it might be, a you know, a program that is going to be uh, on their local history at their facility. So there's a different ways that they can reach out to their community um, to share their history. And so we're seeing more and more of that. Before we talk about how they can can uh, get more information about uh, applying for this grant, how important to the work of the state historical society, historical groups, um, local historical societies, how important is it to the work you do on the larger scale? Local communities and historical societies, the work they do is so important to the work that we do at the State Historical Society of Missouri in the fact that they're really the backbone. They're out there on the ground, the boots on the ground. They know their collections. They know what they have available. Um, and they're often, often very savvy towards it, too, uh, about researching and, and just understanding how an archive works. Uh, and one of the things we, we try to do also is is provide best practices to these organizations to help them grow and um, to do the work that they do. So we also, besides doing the grants um, that we have with the Brownlee grant, many grants, we also have, um, you know, a pretty robust website that offers best practices. And, uh, of course, we're here on call if any organizations out there have some questions, want to know what kind of material do you use uh, for you know, what kind of folders do you use to, to archive this material in boxes? How do you go about it? Um, we try to provide them that support because they really, truly are the backbone in our state. They're the ones in the, you know, in all the different locales that are, are keeping history alive, and that's something we definitely want to support. Um, we actually have a, a directory of local and uh, county historical societies, and I was just checking that uh, this morning. We have up to 453 uh, that are listed on our website, which is pretty amazing, and that's probably not everyone, but to think that we have almost 500 different local communities out there doing uh, historical outreach within their, their town, within their county is, is pretty remarkable. Beth Pike, who is with the State Historical Society of Missouri, uh, is joining us to talk about the Brownlee, Missouri, the Richard S. Brownlee, Missouri Local History Grants. Those grant applications are due September 15th. Tell me, tell us how uh, local historical groups can apply. Well, we really appreciate you letting your audience know about it because the deadline is coming up. It's September 15th, um, and the award cycle will be from November 1st through the following year. So they'll have one year to complete their project. And uh, the one thing I really want 
listeners to know is that the grant application is very easy. It is so, it's probably going to be the easiest application you ever have to apply for. We, we make it that way because we know it's volunteers. We know people are, you know, um, don't have a lot of time to mess with a, a long grant process. So we basically ask for the description and we do have some accountability uh, measures in place. But for the most part, the application is very simple, very easy to fill out. Uh, and then uh, all you have to really do is go to our website, which is shsmo.org. And right now we currently have that kind of highlighted in the banner of our website. So you can click on it to, to learn how to apply. And if anybody has questions, they can always get in touch with us. Um, our email address would be contact at shsmo.org. All right, Beth, I'm sure people were breathing a sigh of relief when you said that it was an easy process because some, some grants can be kind of complicated. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Beth, thanks for being with us on Show Me Today. Good luck to all those applicants who are preserving their local history. Beth is with the State Historical Society of Missouri. Thank you for being with us today on Show Me Today. 